Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. How often have you gotten into a car argument? You know, the family's driving somewhere and somebody's yelling at you that you're driving too fast or driving too slow or you're going the wrong way. <laughs> turn up the music, turn down the music, turn right. up the heat, turn down the heat. Right. These are car arguments? These are car arguments. Uh, and uh, it is said that uh, the top things that we argue about when we're in the car is criticizing the driver, uh, just in general, on their on their habits, uh, telling when to change lanes, giving directions without being asked, complaining about speed, and flinching or shouting like you're about to cause a crash, and that's the number one fight in our car. <laughs> and this hasn't been a lifetime thing. It's very weird between Maria and I because I don't remember her doing it years ago. Right. But now it's it's gotten really bad. Like mm. the, the, the the shrieking and the uh, and the watch out. Even if somebody's breaking a football field ahead of me, <laughs> she's reaching for her like she's a like she's a driving school instructor. Right. She's right. reaching for her own brake. Uh huh. And and so many times I, when she flinches, I'm just like you're you're going to cause me. Because yes. I'll go what 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 did you just see? I fully admit I'm a bad passenger in cars. Yes. Um, I I tend to be one. Now, I don't think I make a lot of noise <laughs> in doing it. I think I I have pushed my own brake pedal uh, <laughs> on my side. But but I, I'm not one to, to really speak up unless it's, you know, imminent yeah. danger. Uh, but, yeah, the, the gasping happens in, uh, in, in our family vehicle as well. A lot of the... <gasps> <laughs> like what? Oh, it's a pretty dog. Like oh, oh come on. <laughs> there, was, there was for a while there. Maria stopped doing it. Listen, I'm probably no saint. Although I, I rarely am the passenger. I do most of the driving. I, I it's not that I don't. I get so bored. I, I just yeah. hate sitting. I there. prefer to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but there was a period where she'd be in the passenger seat, and it wouldn't matter if she needed the heat up or down, or the radio turned down, so she could tell me something. She'd just point. Like, can you turn down the heat? And I go, I'm driving, first of all. You've got arms. Really? Leech. <laughs> yeah. You figure by the time you point, you're pretty much there at the button oh, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the other odd thing that happens is I'll say to her, like, we were up around Uxbridge on the weekend. And so we were uh, heading out for brunch. And I said to her, you know, find a, find a diner. It, it could be, we could be going anywhere. And she, she will have such issues with her phone trying to... You know, I'll say, find it out. And she'll go, it, it, it won't leave Oshawa. I think we're still in Oshawa. And oh. by, by then, I've driven by three diners. Right. I could have pulled over, <laughs> killed a chicken, <laughs> slaughtered a pig, baked my own bread, <laughs> grew my own coffee beans <laughs> by the time she <laughs> <laughs> so, these things happen. Uh, what are you I would think do? the I think the GPS argument or the GPS may have solved some of the arguments about mm. directions. Although I think the new argument is not following the GPS directions, right? Because you know the route better. Yeah, yeah. Why have it on then? Yeah, no, very true. Uh, I usually just need the GPS for most things. Uh, you know, it's part of the drive, right? Like, right. I, I was just, I had to go to Stouffville yesterday. Uh-huh. I couldn't remember the last time I'd been to Stouffville. Maybe not. Can't ex- can't afford it. Right. It's too, <laughs> right. It's too beautiful up there. So I used uh, the GPS to get there. Uh, but coming back, once you kind of get like on Lake Ridge or whatever, you're like, okay, now I know where I am. Like, yeah. I, I don't need it to get me right to the driveway. Right. You know? But yeah, uh, sometimes I throw on the map just to have it on there. I'm not yeah. sure why. 
Well, it seems with uh, the phone, certainly Google Maps is much more up to date. Like in my car, right. I've got the uh, navigation system. Yeah. But if you go onto the 407 anywhere east of Markham, it thinks you're in a field. Yeah. So it, there's that. So I kind of avoid the navigation in the car. Uh, we argue about what radio station to listen to. Okay. Uh, who gets to choose the music in general. Right. Windows up or down. Yeah, that's a thing. People hate the windows down now. Mm. I as a kid, my dad would get so mad at me because we'd be driving somewhere and he, you know, he finally got a car with air conditioning, which was a big deal at the time. But I'd always want the windows down. Gotcha. I think now it's a bit different because cars are climate controlled, mm. right? Like you set the temperature and it adjusts right. to meet that temperature. Like before you needed drastic temperature changes because the first thing you do is get in the car and crank up the heat right. in the wintertime. And then it gets so hot. I'm like, okay, I got to put the window down for a second here <laughs> right. and cool it down. Yeah. I never realized actually till uh, maybe a year or two ago, I was reading something on Facebook and someone was... Uh, uh, had this same kind of beef about the heat, and they said if your car has the auto button, yeah, you just hit that. Well, that's it. And it does it. You set the temperature, yeah, and auto sets it. You it know, that's it there. That's how it works. It, yeah. it seems to work at home, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't need to adjust that much. We set our schedule, and that's it. Well, I think what we do is, especially in the winter, you go outside, you turn it on, you go back in the house, and you crank everything up because you realize eventually it's going to warm up, right? And so I just think we get used to that, and then we we uh, we crank everything. Uh, anyhow, yes, it can uh, it can be a real problem uh, sometimes if you're taking a, a road trip with family. Although I find we can go up to the grocery store, which is three minutes away, <laughs> two minutes away, and we can be in World War Three before we're out of my street. Ninety-four nine, the Rock GTA's Rock Station. Have I told you how much I love that tune, Volbeat? Wait a minute, my girl. When it comes on, I listen to the Rock in the car. I crank it. I sing along. I dance. I had a chat uh, with Michael Paulson, the lead singer of Volbeat, and he was talking about that song yeah. specifically. And it's it, it's kind of an homage to his father, who was a big Elvis Presley fan. So it got a real fifties right? feel, and, and it does. You know, they, you know, have piano on it, and yeah. you know, although it came out in the summer before Volbeat's new album came out, mm. nothing. Like the, the new no. album, nothing like that, right? No. It's not like they they went to you know a Jerry Lee Lewis phase. And not the stray cats all no, of a sudden. Yeah, no, yeah, that would be one of those things. Back in the day, this would have you know people don't buy albums like they used to. You just listen on Spotify or download the song or whatever. But uh, that would be a great example of when I was like say in like grade eight or something, and I would have heard that song and loved it. Would have bought the album because of that song, and right. I hated every other song because <laughs> they're they're so different sounding. It's than a that. great conversation. Like yeah. like, what albums did you buy for one song specifically? Oh, it's been so long that you got you know completely disappointed by the rest of it. And, and there there were some. I, I I would say um, what was the uh, Mark McGrath? Remember that uh, that band Sugar Ray? Yeah, right. And they, they, you know they. Were nothing like uh, I think what I just want to fly was like their big mm. you know hit. We I mean, listen to the rest of that album, like nothing like it, and you know well, really crap. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if you bought the album for that song, I remember. Uh, I don't necessarily remember albums I bought uh, for a particular song. Maybe um, Super Tramp's "Breakfast in America" because what was the big hit off of that? I forget. But then it, the, the rest of the tunes, Supertramp was one of those bands that they have one hit off an album. And they were, they were kind of, um, you know, they were kind of like a, an e ELP. They were, uh, what's, what's the term now? 
they, they were they were soft rock, but they were uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, kind of like right. a, there's a term for it. I can't remember. Maybe I'm completely judging them wrong. But I do remember buying that Breakfast in America album and, and loving the one hit. I think there were a few hits on that album after a while. But then over time and listening to it, warming up to the other yeah. songs, you know. Yeah, like I don't know if like like Metallica would... You, you, if you really loved, uh, you know, Unforgiven mm. <laughs> or Nothing Else Matters and you bought the Black Album, oh, wow, this isn't what I... But for the most part, that album was kind was, of stuck to the same theme. What was the Pearl Jam album that you didn't like and you ended up seeing that tour? Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, what, what They did the binaural. All right. Right. When the, on the, the, the date I went, they were playing full albums. <laughs> when they came to Toronto, they believed the binaural album. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I like Pearl Jam. Yeah. But whew, that one lost you. That was, uh, that was a departure. And, I mean, you could get things like like a band like Radiohead, mm. right? You know, OK Computer, the band sound completely different, mm-hmm. right? And, and you can get that. And one of the worst was Van Morrison when he, I remember he came to Toronto. Yeah. Once he started getting into his, like, jazz phase yeah. and refused to do Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah. Do you remember the first album you ever bought? Full album? No. Mine no. was uh, Bachman Turner over BTO's Greatest Hits. Really? I remember being in, like, Sam the Record Man with my mom and deciding, I guess I had my allowance and deciding. And I don't even think I knew who they were. I just thought they looked cool on right. the album cover. And I remember buying that. I remember buying a bunch of, like, CD singles when, mm. when they first came out. Remember, you could buy, like, a mini CD that just had one song on it. Right. Or two. Yeah, right? yeah. And a, a CD single, because I couldn't afford the 26 bucks it was for a, a yeah. new CD. I got into comedy albums, I remember, at one point, And I bought uh, Richard Pryor Wanted. It was a, a white album cover, and his, uh, his uh, it was like a, a cartoon of his uh, face on the front of it. It was a double album, and I remember buying that. And, and listening to it so quietly because I thought, oh, my God, all these F-bombs, yeah. you know. <laughs> and one of my uh, one of my biggest regrets, I mean, I lost all my uh, vinyl in the big flood of 2015 at the uh, Pooh Hut, which we're going to talk about Pooh Huts here in a second. Right. But one of my biggest regrets uh, was I bought Eddie Murphy's first stand-up album. He's, he looks like he's 16 years old. He's got no shirt on and just a bow tie, and it's like a close-up of like from chest up. And it was like in a little club in New York City, and I had bought that album. I don't even know if I knew. I must have known him from SNL. It must have got released after that first season of SNL. I wouldn't have known of him otherwise. And I bought it, and I thought it was so funny, and it was great. And it's so rare. Like, I've looked for it online, and it's it's tough to find. And I took it to this radio station I was working at to take some bits off of it. Yeah. And I left it in the production studio. I uh, forgot it. And I went back the next day and it was gone. What? Somebody had stolen it. And to this day, I'm like, damn it, what would that thing be worth? Right. Oh, my luck, nothing. <laughs> you know, you'll see sometimes online, it'll be albums that are worth a fortune. Yes. Yeah. I've always got the, the next album. Right. Well, no, with your luck, that one will be worth a lot because you don't have oh, it right. anymore. That, that's the, yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> you know, they'll say like such and such a band, their first album now worth 10 grand if you got a copy. <laughs> yeah. Second album, you owe somebody else money. That's the one I've got. <laughs> So we were just uh, mentioning Pooh Huts, uh, and uh, I've often uh, referred to my house as that. HGTV yep. putting together a show now looking for the ugliest houses. Oh. Want to go in and see stunningly bad design 
and someone's going to win 150 grand in renovations. All right. So they're looking for things like mirrored walls and ceilings and wall-to-wall shag carpeting. Oh, there's probably a lot of submissions for that because there's yeah. a lot of houses that haven't been updated at all. Yeah, yeah. Scary thing, too, about doing updates. Uh, we did ours. We, the biggest renovation we'd ever done in any home was the one we bought here. And, and now it's going on almost seven years ago that we did that. And I think it still looks fine. But I'm, I'm concerned that if we don't keep up with it, eventually I'm going to have to do it again because right. things change. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm never, I'm never redoing. It's going to stick that way forever. But it's as long as I'm there. But uh, yeah. So and, and it's funny when we were looking at homes. Uh, I remember seeing a few that had car- you know wall to wall or tub to wall carpeting in the bathroom. Yes, it's always it was a seventies thing. I've seen think. that as well. It's, it's, it's so gross. gross. It's so gross. Like, what were you thinking? Like, like if you, it, it's almost like if you moved into a house and the bath mat was still there <laughs> and you kept using yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems a little odd, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really really gross. You like buying a new house and going in and their old dishes are still in the yeah, sink. Like when I move into a house, I go through that bathroom like. Like it's CSI. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm bleaching out a murder scene. For the first time ever when we bought this house, because I had a little window of time, I hired professional cleaners. Oh, okay. It was good. I was so high. They went in and they just, they uh, like 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 you said, CSI. Like yeah. Something had gone down. It's, yeah, it's just so gross. It's funny. You know, you can le- see like your own hair or something in the drain or you've clipped your fingernails or you've done something it's fine. It's yours. It's not at all, yeah. I, I see a fingernail on the floor in the bathroom. Somebody's clipped and it's... I, I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, still pondering and humming and hawing over gifts to get people in your life, you might want to consider hitting up like a value village to look for something a little different and unique. There seems to be this trend right now for secondhand holiday gifts so things don't end up in a dumpster somewhere. Okay. So go find your uh, kid a, a CD copy of Dookie. Right. You know, like that. <laughs> now, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's fine, of course. You do whatever you want to do. I, I would not I would suggest not rooting through your cellar or your crawl space right. for a gift for Uncle Ted. Yes. But uh, perusing through a, a variety village or one of these secondhand stores for some kind of novelty item or... Some kind of retro thing might yeah. be okay. Yeah, that, that seems very personal, especially when it comes to clothing. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, you, you'd want to pick your own. But I guess, yeah, if you've got someone who's into Zubaz. Mm-hmm. You know, and who isn't? Knock yourself out. Books are considered the first uh, number one secondhand gift. Oh, all right. And then DVDs, toys and games, jewelry, ceramics, uh, CDs, vinyl records, video games. Arts and crafts, bags and purses. So that's something to consider. I mean, you got to really do it for somebody you know won't think that's odd. Yeah. You know, if you've got a family member who only has brand names on them, who only shops at stores with three and four dollar signs beside their title. Yeah. On their websites. You know who you're shopping for. Yeah, that's right. You know, like for you, I'll get you a secondhand book. Oh, yeah, I'll read it. Penthouse letters. Couple of pages forum? stuck together. Get me a cu- <laughs> you get me an old forum. I'll love you forever. Uh, a lot of us are hosting more uh, parties this uh, this holiday season because we haven't been able to. But this, I think, is interesting. So if if you're going to host um, a party over the holidays, you know you're going to supply drinks and food. Maybe you're going to give some gifts. People on average send about seven hundred dollars just to host an evening. Really? Whew, that seems like a lot to me. And then people say when they go to a house party, on average, they shell out a couple of hundred bucks 
for a gift. I'm lucky if I spend like twenty or thirty. I take a bottle of wine. Hundred seems that like, seems insane, right? Yeah, that seems like a lot. When you're filling up the cart of the LCBO to go there, yeah, yeah you normally take a take a, a, a bottle of wine, yeah, or some sort of bottle, half finished six pack. Yeah. <laughs> Brought you three. So thirsty on the way over. <laughs> no worry, I Ubered. Um, but then you don't have to spend much on gifts this year because it turns out that experiences will be more popular than physical gifts this Christmas. Yeah, I try to tell the kids that. Right, yeah. yeah. Having an experience. Here's an experience of nothing. <laughs> I guess, like, instead of getting uh, a new sweater, uh, getting, like, a vacation. Uh, okay, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good like, trade. Like money for, like, giving somebody, say, 500 bucks or something towards a flight or, like, to help pay for something. Um, yeah, any, any like, concert tickets or sporting event. Right. Uh, it seems to be the more popular thing to do than... than um, well, yeah, of course, we've been pining to do these sorts of things yeah. as well. And and maybe crossing off, you know, people want to cross off bucket list things now. Right. You, know, you look back at things like, oh, man, I wish I had done this if I had right. known I'd been locked up for a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, gadgets, of course, top the list if you're going to buy a physical gift, a new phone that's 5G. Yeah. Globally is the number one thing people want. Tough to get a lot of these gadgets, yeah. though. Yeah. Video doorbell. Boy, we all love that video doorbell yep. now. Yeah. Or video cameras for around the house. Yeah. Price of those has gone down as well. Robot vacuum, wireless headphones, uh, smart exercise equipment like a Peloton. Again, you got to be very careful who you buy that for. Yes. And you got to know they want it. Yeah, that's right. If you just decide <laughs> they need it, you're an, you're an idiot. As we head to uh, 2022, the end of 2021, not far off. So everybody starts coming up with their different lists on different topics. Forbes released their annual list of the world's most powerful women. Serena Williams at number 85, way down the list. Taylor okay. Swift, this isn't going to be good for her. 78. Wow. Especially after the year she's had. Yeah. She? Beyonce is 76. Reese Witherspoon is 74. The Queen is at 70. So the Queen's more powerful than Taylor Swift. Right. Rihanna at 68. Oprah won't be happy at this. She's 23. Okay. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, is Rihanna 15. is more powerful than the Queen? Yeah. Yeah, well, she, uh, now that the uh, Bahamas have, uh, they've given up. Uh, their, yes, uh, yes. That, and I think that they, the uh, island named Rihanna like they're basically their queen. Right, okay. Um, so uh, a couple of people. Uh, so you said Nancy Pelosi's where? She's number 15. Wow. She's, she's higher than Oprah. Okay. Um, uh, Mrs. or the ex, uh, Bill Gates, uh, Melinda. Yeah. Uh, she's number five. Kamala Harris is number two. Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, number one. Right, yes. Uh, couples that we didn't see uh, coming. Things with uh, people we didn't expect to ever see dating. Uh, like Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. If you don't know who Lori Harvey is, she's the daughter of Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who she Doesn't was. Doesn't look like Steve. No. She is stunningly beautiful. Of course, Michael B. Jordan's pretty handsome himself. Yes, yes. Good looking make, couple. They'd make you sick walking around with them if you had to walk beside them. Right. <laughs> Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, uh-huh. They don't seem like a couple. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I guess they're still together. Oh, really? Yeah. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn, who are, of course, having a baby together. Right, yes. Now the rumors is they're already on the skids. So who knows? 
Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. Right. And Ben Affleck and J-Lo, because they're back together. <sighs> yes, yes. Well, I would, uh, how do you not have Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian right, on that list? Right, right. Yeah, well, they actually, at the top of the story, they, they, they're considered the other uh, number one. Okay. Um, most searched people, movies, TV shows, songs on Google. Kyle Rittenhouse is the most searched person. Okay. Alec Baldwin, the most searched actor. Right. Celebrity search together, Kim and Kanye. Actually, on this list... Kim or either Kanye show up quite a bit. It's either Kim and Kanye, Kim and Pete, Kanye and Jeffree Star. Uh, passings are celebrities who died. DMX tops the list. Mm. For movies, it's Black Widow as the most Googled uh, movie. Oh, wow. Right. For musician or bands, Travis Scott and obviously what happened at the concert. Yes. Yeah. Not necessarily for his music. This is interesting. Uh, for athletes, Tiger Woods tops the list. Tiger has announced he will play uh, in uh, two weeks uh, or next week, I think. Didn't he just say he had a ton of rehab still to do? He does, but he's going to play that PNC Championship, which was the father-son tournament with uh, his son, Charlie. So uh, uh, he will play. And that's more of a you know lighthearted, more fun sure. tournament. But, uh, but he will play in that again. It'll be his first golf event hmm. uh, less than a year after the accident. Uh, with sports teams, the Boston Red Sox top the list. And for TV shows, uh, I don't think this is uh, uh, shocking. Squid Game. Okay. Of course, uh, number one. Have you had a chance yet to sample the Squid Game? No, just, just the start, but I, I, I haven't got through it yet. Was Shawshank on again? No, no, no. I'm still, <laughs> still finishing up my other one. What's your other one? Uh, this Blacklist show. I'm on season eight now, so I'm almost done. You've been watching that forever. Yes. Yeah, well, I had to wait for season eight to come out. And I'm still, I, I'm still miffed at like things like Ozark and Peaky Blinders. I'm still right. waiting for these seasons. Right. Yeah, is, is Black is that's the one James Spader? That's James Spader. It's, yeah, it's been off the air longer than it was on. I think. <laughs> I think it's still on. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we can uh, hopefully get you caught up on Squid Game before Squid Don't Game. Don't talk to me about shows have been off the air that you're going back to yes, watch. I still watch. <laughs> But I caught up on all the new stuff, too. Let's go over all the shows you haven't watched that everybody else in the planet is watching. You're too busy watching Bond with Sean Connery. Um, speaking of old shows, I'm going to make a bold statement. Okay. It's very bold. I've been watching Two and a Half Men again. Right. And I'm into, like, season, like, 11 with... Um, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. It was better with Ashton Kutcher than it was with Charlie Sheen. Okay. That's a bold statement. All right. Because if you remember at the time, everybody's pining for Charlie to come back, and yeah. they all thought it was crap with Ashton Kutcher. I gave up once the kids started not getting being a kid anymore. No, he brings girlfriends around now. There's a reason to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's. It, I think it's. It's. Uh, it's funny. And poor Alan. You know what? He really was the glue to that show. He was the funniest character John by far. Cryer. Yeah, and, and probably made like a quarter of what uh, oh, Charlie yeah. was making. Oh, he was Charlie's, fantastic. Charlie's character was just one dimensional. He yeah. was just drunk all the time. W whereas uh, even with Ashton Kutcher, at least there's some shades of difference. So uh, I know, I know, people. How, bold, <laughs> bold. But I'm going with it. 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock Station. Welcome to Rock Mornings. Lorianne, of course, going to have your Foo Fighter tickets. And uh, she'll have your 90s at noon. And uh, it's Thursday, so she'll have her uh, her diary, right? I believe she'll be sharing from her diary. Oh, okay. I mean, I've snuck into her place a few times and read it myself. <laughs> Anyways, I know everything. <laughs> I got the whole sorted details. Right, okay. Dougie Elliott this afternoon. Dougie writes in a diary. 
<laughs> what would his diary look like? <laughs> Blocked. Capital letters. <laughs> no big Scratched words. Scratched in. <laughs> Had a burger. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> sippy, sippy, scotch, scotch, scotch. Sippy, 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 scotch, scotch. Yeah. So there's all of that happening, and, uh, and that's good. And then we'll be back in tomorrow morning with more Foo Fighter tickets. Uh, Kate will be in with you tomorrow. Oh, that's right, because you're gone. Yes, Uh right. What are you up to? Uh, hockey tournament. Shocking. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, listen, with, with the success of the Leafs, I think I'm going full Sheldon Keefe here. Oh, yes? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going right into the, the F-bombs. But hold on. Let's back up, shall we? Right. You said, and I quote, there's not a chance I want to be head coach. No, I don't want to do no, that. No, but now you want to be Sheldon Keefe. No, but I can go in and kick a garbage can and stuff. No, no, the dream is alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you said it all on assistant, co- assistant coach is all oh, I want. No, no, no. Assistant coach, all I want. I still get to talk to him, uh, and I can still throw him. You're going to be the warlord of all of Durham <laughs> hockey eventually. I know. You're in the basement at night. You got a little voodoo doll. You're sticking pins oh, into the really? head coach. Yeah. I know. Sharpening your blades. Uh, I uh, still. I like my spot. No, because I can. I can pull the full on Sheldon. No, and then he gets the phone call. Says I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that uh, do- documentary. The assistant coaches say nothing. Right. They. They sit back and they let Sheldon yell. But if you're going in there yelling, then you're trying to be Sheldon. And you're not Sheldon. You're no Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, parents or the coach, I mean, if the coach is listening right now, uh-huh. watch your back, man. Oh, yeah. Watch sure. your back. <laughs> he wants your gig. He's drooling over your suit and tie. Not a chance. He wants to wear your cup, my friend. <laughs> he sees you with the big cup, and he That's wants it. awkward. <laughs> no, it's for real. Trust me, people. I know this guy. There's, uh, there's uh, in, in Lucky's life, there's hockey, uh-huh. steak, uh-huh. his parents, <laughs> golf. Okay, that's what I was going to say. You're going to get to golf at some point. Skiing. Uh-huh. Bond. Right. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Uh huh. Then maybe the kids, and then maybe Adrian. <laughs> but hockey always first. Rock mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.